I don't think I need to tell you gas prices are going up. Dan McTague today tweeting, after a 10 to 12 cent a liter rise over the past few days, he predicts, or he's saying, a 15 cent a liter further rise over the next few days in places such as Calgary, Edmonton, Regina, Saskatoon, Winnipeg, and in the BC interior. Also predicting heavy prices or high prices in Vancouver as well and Victoria, where I am. I didn't realize this, but the volatility this week in the price of oil, a range of about $20 per barrel, is the highest since the Brent benchmark was launched in 1988. That's remarkable. Higher than during COVID, higher than during the financial crisis in 2008. Just extreme volatility, and that's never good news. And my next guest predicts that the price of oil is only going to go up, and that's going to be painful for everyone at the pumps in the future. Matt Smith is the lead oil analyst for the Americas at Kepler, a leading provider of commodity commodity market data and analytics, and he joins me now. Thanks for being here tonight. Thank you, Ben. So we've really seen, I mean, even since we last spoke in January, we've seen this in- incredible jump in the price of crude. What's been what's been going on? It's not just Ukraine, but certainly that's uh, that's had a huge impact. Yeah, Ukraine has really been the driver here just because Russia is one of the biggest producers of oil in the world. And so the concerns about sanctions being placed on Russian oil or supply being disrupted from Russia caused prices to spike in the last week or so with the invasion of Ukraine. And so that is having this knock-on effect that is just working its way through to the pump. On a global basis, this is the thing, crude is very much a global commodity and so something happening on the other side of the world can affect our regions, can affect our towns. How much of a price increase have we seen, more or less, and, and how much further could it go? Well, we've seen prices jump about 20% in the, the last month. Much of that has happened in the last week. In terms of where this could go, it's difficult to say because there is so much uncertainty about uh, what is happening in terms of the invasion. It feels as if we've probably seen uh, the the majority of the price increase at the moment here. That said, uh, if we do see the situation continuing to escalate, that's when it will actually impact Russian crude. At the moment, that isn't happening. It's the fear of that happening that is working its way into prices. If by the end of this month, there is still the incursion, if we are seeing actual uh, exports impacted from Russia, that's when we could see prices moving higher uh, and, uh, and at that point, you know, it's going to be feeling, people are going to be feeling the pain across the world. Because just to be clear for listeners, Russian crude exports continue. Yes, that's right. So uh, they haven't put, they haven't exactly been sanctioned. So the, the US and Europe has sanctioned financial institutions, companies, etc. But they don't want to sanction the energy flows because Europe is so dependent Russia for its natural gas and for its oil. So they've tried to keep the two things separate. And and Russia is is somewhat okay with that too, because they need those revenues as much as Europe needs the supply. But what is happening now is this, uh, you are having self-sanctioning, it's calling, uh, where where countries are not wanting to take the the crude and products, uh, tankers are not wanting to ship it, insurance companies are not wanting to put up the insurance to to move it around. And so because of that, these exports are still happening now because they've already been paid for. But the ones that are looking to be bought for the end of this month, people are just not looking to buy them. And so because of that, you're suddenly taking 
couple of million barrels a day out of the oil market because you're, this Russian crude just isn't going to be bought. And that is the fear that what happens at the end of this month, where else do we get that crude from? And that's why prices are rising so much. I guess that's an interesting facet of the oil industry that is, you're right. I mean, as you explained, these things are bought in advance. So it takes a while for things to start to trickle or at least start to move through the system. So you're saying that by the end of March, you could have uh, crude exports essentially sitting, waiting in Russia with no one to take them anywhere. That's exactly right. So the Russians will load it onto a vessel and then it will just sit there because there will be no buyer for it. At the same time, too, as well, wherever that crude was going to be delivered to, they need to find alternative supply. And so that you, you're essentially having to plug that gap for that loss of supply potentially at the end of this month going into April. Is there a way to plug that gap? Economics will work that out. And the logistics are difficult, but economics will work in that the price will rise to the point where someone will be willing to supply that crude. And so if you're in Europe, you're going to have to likely pull it from, from the US potentially, from West Africa, from the Middle East, essentially anywhere else in the world uh, other than Russia. Canada has, in fact, banned Russian oil imports, although we pretty much stopped banning Russian oil. Uh, do you see any, from the America's perspective, is there any opportunity here for Canada, obviously, to, to, to step up exports? Is that even possible within the context of, of the systems that are in place? Only, only very marginally. So when we talked back in January, we were talking about how Canadian crude was coming down via pipe down to the US Gulf Coast and being exported from there. And so that's potentially one outlet, but there's only so much that could be exported from there. And so there could be a market for it. Um, even if it wasn't directly pulled into Europe, you could see crude being diverted away from Asia into Europe and Canadian crude backfilling that. And so there's, there's all kinds of elements at uh, play here, but it would only be a very, very marginal incremental uh, addition from Canadian crude at this point. In terms of the average consumer, and, and as you mentioned earlier, this impacts consumers around the world, regardless of the taxes that are on your gasoline and so forth. Um, I was mentioning to you earlier that uh, that prices in Vancouver look like they're about to, to cross the $2 or are expected to cross the $2 a liter mark. Um, we're going to see this hit consumers. How is it going to unfold? Will it take quite a while? Will we see prices of at the pumps gradually increase as this uncertainty continues through the month? Yeah, the the, the challenge, Ben, is that it the price of the pump is is lagged uh, given the effect of the, the oil price increase. And so it is still working in the increase that we've seen over the last month. So it's going to continue rising even if oil prices stopped increasing right now. And so it means that there's going to be this continuation and in, in increase, as you say, in Vancouver, over $2 a litre. Uh, in, in Europe, you know, in the UK, they've already crossed over $1.50 a litre. In the uh, US, it's charging towards $4 a, a gallon, which, which is fairly cheap compared to others, but it's also getting close to a record. So bottom line is it works on a lagged basis. So higher prices are still to come. Even higher prices, you expect much higher prices. Yes. yes. As a last question, Sorry. Matt. No, that's fine. As bad as the last question, I was wondering. Uh, I mean, in terms of the lag, as each week passes, as this con- as this war continues, how long does it take for the system even to work itself out if things go, things stop essentially? Yeah, it's going to be a number of weeks. 
And so even from, from here on out over the next few weeks, you're going to see prices at the pump ticking higher, even if the situation resolved itself in Ukraine. Uh, the, that price increase that we've seen in the last month has still got to work its way into prices. So those higher prices are still to come. At the same time, too, as well, what you have across at the pump, they go up like a rocket and they come down like a feather. And so, you know, there's never seems to be that uh, the, the response to a price move lower as there is to a price move higher. Up like a rocket, down like a feather. Well put. Matt Smith, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you, Ben.